he, the doctor, who's like 100 years old, he came in, you know, and he's like, what brings you in today? And I tell him, and he's like, he's like, hold on. He said, do you hear yourself right now? It's like, he said, you're talking at 10 decibels higher than is acceptable for this room. <laughs> he said, and I have hearing problems. <laughs> and I was like, Ah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so I need to take the mic really quickly because I do have to edit your mic a little <laughs> a little less hot because it does peak a little more than minor sapitas. Did you hear that? I'm normal. Uh, I'm above average. <laughs> so nana na boo boo. <laughs> I don't know what to say other than <laughs> and then I uh when we did the camera in my nose, I passed the fuck out. <laughs> Because, like, they put the camera in there, and he can see behind him, he can look at it. And uh, and so, actually, funny enough, I thought my problem that I've experienced, I'm like, this is related to Sinister Point. I know it is. I know it. Because he's like, what brings you in? And I was like, well, in 2019, I did a little thing, and uh, I did a lot of screaming. And, and I said, I feel like I've just never been the same since, Doc. And he was like, well, you know, was it outside? I said, it was like a haunted attraction thing, like a not scary farm. He said, so you were outside? I said, no. <laughs> no. So then he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, was there like fog? And I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but you had a mic. No, I didn't. Not yes, for the did. first half of it, bro. Was it Was it really the first half? I thought like it was it. a couple Are weeks. Are you talking about 18 or 19? Whichever one. Whichever one we did. No, we did 18. Oh, it was 18. Yeah. 18. Whatever. Okay, I was like, all... there's a difference. Like, 19, where were you in the maze? Oh, no, in the maze, I was like, yeah. artifacts, go find them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My role was a lot different. <laughs> there was a lot of downtime, but... No, okay, a whatever, 2018, <laughs> sue me, I got the year wrong. But, yeah, so I was definitely talking about Boogeyman. Mm. Um, anyway, so he puts the camera in there to look, and he was like, okay, make that noise that you're making that you're saying is a problem. So I was like... <laughs> I'm in this doctor's office doing that with this camera in my in my throat, and then I'm like, what? What? <laughs> he's like, okay. He's like, I'm gonna need you to sing an E. I'm like, I don't know what E. You know, he wants me to sing the letter, the the note E. I'm like, e. Do you have a piano? No, he has perfect pitch though. <laughs> and he's an octave higher now, and I can feel the camera like going. <laughs> in my throat I'm like this is I'm getting all sweaty and I'm like he's gonna tell me I'm my throat's gone I'm not gonna be able to talk 10 decibels higher than everybody else something <laughs> and then he's like okay octave up I'm like e. he's like I said an octave up <laughs> and so he could tell that I'm like I just feel that e. I you know and I'm like sweating and he's like Okay, I'm just um uh and he didn't even notice that I think that I was about to pass out. He's like, just hold on a minute. I'm like <laughs> he takes it out and then I'm like, I think I <laughs> Good night. And I like I I forgot I passed out. I was like dreaming. And I just and all of a sudden I smelled this horrible it was like one of those ammonia capsules. Oh. And I, I went like <laughs> like all of a sudden there's like eight ten people in the fucking room are you okay are you okay and there was a nurse that had her foot on the um on the chair and she had my legs up because there wasn't like a way for me to rest my feet uh -oh. and 
They're like fanning me. I've got all these towels on me. <laughs> and how this, long were you gone, man? I don't know. Mm. Time slowed down. <laughs> I, I was in space for a little bit. I don't know. And yeah, then they're like, oh, you're. And I was like, I'm just really embarrassed. And everybody was like, oh, ha, 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 no, no. I'm like, you guys are going to talk about this all fucking day. And I know <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so this guy, my doctor, I want to reiterate, he's old as shit. Mm. And he said, this doesn't happen often, but it does. You know, it happens. So it's, it's happened like, once. In yeah, his exa- exactly. Career. I'm like, but you made me vibrate my, my throat, and I could feel the camera dangling around in there. And it's all because of Sinister Point. <laughs> <laughs> they did this to me. <laughs> Reparations, I demand them. <laughs> this will not stand. What's up, chicks, dicks, and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our... Don't do it. Salty surprise. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So what is our salty surprise, Lindsay? We have a spooky guest today. (laughs) I'm just in a spooky mood because we got these two awesome little handmade 3D printed ghost keychains, two of a kind... Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. know. We're we're joined here by the gray phantom himself, Ernie, our old boss, when we used to do haunts. Cue the clapping. (laughs) Thank you for coming. And we're going to first ask, are these two of a kind or? Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. For you guys. Okay. But as soon as I leave, I'll probably have like 10 more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have the first two. So that's all that matters. Yeah. And they glow in the dark and I keep playing with the flashlight. So if you guys hear clicking in the background, it's because I'm playing with the black light. Who gave you that flashlight back? Ernie. (laughs) 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 They took it away from me, but I got it back. She looks so sad with that. I know. Because I'm like five years old. (laughs) I'm happy to be here, guys. It's it's, uh, a pleasure to be here. Um, It's been a minute since I've done a podcast, so there's a lot of catching up to tell people about. Yeah. I'm excited to do that. Okay. Well, why don't we start off with, uh, tell us a little bit about the Grey Phantom. Um, What is it? How did it start? And where has it progressed? Um, Grey Phantom was originally the name of my ship facade, which is uh, back in... (laughs) Twenty <laughs> back in 2019 or no 2020 um 2020 when COVID hit and all that stuff happened um I decided you know nothing is happening so I'm just gonna go back to my roots my, my roots is pretty much building in front of my front house mm. um because originally like for the past 10 12 years we've been building like every Halloween like we would I would build like facades in front of my house and whatever the flavor of the month was which could be like Walking Dead or Krampus or some crazy you know whatever whatever I was interested in um is it then, just kind of like a home decor in the front of your house uh, or an extreme home decor like it okay. was it was like panels and uh wood like just roofs like the legit like yeah like you, the, you wouldn't you wouldn't see the house like after a certain point mm-hmm. because it would be so covered up with certain things and here and there mm-hmm. um i made you know i started doing that and that was that was a lot of fun for me and that was sort of when i realized like you know this is what i like doing like i like painting and putting stuff making something from nothing is literally like my my forte like it's what i really love doing um 
so Grey Phantom was the ship that I made in 2020. It was based off of the uh, Grey Ghost, which was the Queen Mary in, in uh, World War II. Mm. Um, so the Queen Mary was actually uh, painted gray. The Queen Mary that currently is in Long Beach, right? Yeah, the ship that's in Long Beach. It was yeah. known as the Gray Ghost. It was known as the Gray Ghost mm. uh, in, in World War II, and it actually um, it was actually a used as a military vessel, like it would go overseas with the troops. Um, so that being said, uh, coming fresh off of Dark Harbor in 2019, which we'll talk about later. Um, I love the ship so much that I decided to make my own. And mm-hmm. and I knew like I knew it in so much detail because when I was there in 2019, I would absorb like every aspect of like, oh, this this beam looks like this and you know, these walls look like this and you know, I can replicate this if you know if I ever wanted to and um so that's what I did. So in 2020, the first time around, I decided to do that and what I did was I made a ship uh full like a human Humongous. <laughs> Humongous. You. Oh, it's her stomach growled. And yeah, I that wasn't that a fart. <laughs> I don't know if anybody heard that. It was my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it broke Ernie for yeah, a I, I, I wasn't going to say anything, you but it was too much. I mean, I mean, it was too much to hold. <laughs> I mean, if it was a fart, I probably would have winked at you or something <laughs> to really just add some flavor to it, but. No, it was just um, my stomach, unfortunately. <laughs> so, so twenty twenty was literally a forty foot by twelve foot ship in Jesus my front Christ. yard. Um, it had three different rooms, full size rooms in it. Um, so, picture the full ship, and then the first part of the ship uh, is a hotel room. So, what I did to make it seen uh, is I pretty much put the whole front of the ship, like not front, but a whole. Pretty much, you're looking at the ship from the side. And then it goes from from the side to the tip of the ship, which is like the front part of it. Mm-hmm. And within the side is three different like cut open, like destroyed windows, I would say. Okay. So um, it's meant to look like iron that's been rusted apart so you can actually look through it. Ooh. So the big windows, um, you would look through them from like our fence in the front yard and you would be able to see the rooms. So the rooms, the first one was a full like hotel room. So I brought, I, I put in my own dresser that I found. Uh, I put in my uh, like a full leather chair inside there. Um, the windows, I love projections and I've been using them for so much, so long. Um, I put full on plexiglass windows behind that hotel room to make it like, so it has windows on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then I shot projections of an ocean behind it, oh, like a dark wow. ocean. Dang, so, Ernie. Um, long story short, it was three different giant windows. Yeah. Um, so first window uh, was the hotel room. The middle window was the hallway, uh, which was like a, maybe a four by 10 hallway. Mm-hmm. hallway. And within that hallway was a screen that you could shoot a projection off of. So I had the ghost girl projection. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, I would be okay. shooting that in there. And then the last room was like the boiler room. So it was like a full humongous, like a bunch of pipes and a bunch of uh, the atmosphere was most important to me. So the lighting was like a big thing for me. So I based the last room uh, off of. Lindsay, <laughs> <laughs> would you I like guess a I should have had Dan get me. <laughs> I'm sorry that my body's trying to communicate with me. <laughs> um, I'll tell it to be quiet. Shh. Okay, continue. 
<laughs> the last room uh, was primarily based off of Tower of Terror, uh, the boiler room. In oh, oh, my God. That's good. Cool. Um, yeah. The lighting, um, all the LEDs I had in there were like reds and blues and different shades of those reds and blues. So um, it gave a lot of, and I also was able to download the soundtrack to the boiler room from uh, Tower Terror. So that soundtrack was playing and you can hear that too. Um, So yeah, so that was the first one. I got a good review. A lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, A lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of fans were made from that. Okay, so um, how, how did you promote it though? Just through uh, social through media, through Instagram, you know, and, yeah. and, and through the people I knew at that point. You okay, know, um, being I was part of Sinister Point and and Dark Harbor, you know, before that, mm-hmm. I was I knew a good amount of people, so they came out and supported me, and you know, we had a lot of uh, a lot of new people that stopped by too that did home haunts, like because I wasn't really part of the home haunt scene yet, mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Um, I was more of you know I didn't before I got my before I dip my foot into all of this, you know, I was more of just, I'm just going to put it up and leave it alone and let people come by if they want to, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't promote it. I didn't really, you know, tell anybody, but like my close, close friends about it. And that was it. Mm. Um, so after I knew all the people sp- specifically from Sinister and Dark Harbor and stuff like that, um, it picked up a lot of leeway or a lot of, uh, traction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a good turnout and everybody loved it. And I enjoyed it because, uh, it was like the biggest thing I've done and it was also the most complicated thing I've done. And it came out very easily for me. Like just the, the ideas and everything. Fl- uh, flowed. It felt natural. It felt natural. It flowed right off the bat. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't any like confusion or I didn't feel like I was overwhelmed to an extent, you know, it worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, um, gray phantom was based off of that. The name itself was a play on the gray, uh, ghost. Um, Lindsay's showing me pictures right now, and I am just in awe. Um, Can we promote some of those pictures Uh, on our... Mm -hmm. We'll post some of these uh, pictures. Yeah, you can post them. It's just not... um, It's a boiler room. Isn't that sick? How, Ernie? That looks like Disneyland, dude. Yeah, how how does that come naturally to you? Because... I'm looking at, like, professional style. Mm -hmm. This is high quality. I, well, and that's, you know, that's a lot of the comments that I got when people did come by, you know, they love the, um, they love the quality of it, even though you know, there wasn't any scare actors because, um, for me, I like relying more on effects than I do on actors. Not, okay. Nothing personal. It's just, no, you just I hate think us. It's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just because it's easier for me to get my vision out of what I want to do, mm-hmm. um, but that being said, the next year I did with actors and it was perfect too. So, so, it's so a you did bit of both, the Grey yeah. Phantom in 2021 as well. Yeah, I did it in 2021 and this time I actually made it a walkthrough. Oh, nice. So all of those rooms that you've seen were pretty much covered up as far as like the holes that were mm-hmm. in the front of the ship. And it was a walkthrough. So you started from the beginning of the ship and you went all the way to the back of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would walk. And that's actually what I'm more proud of is the walkthrough because the walkthrough was you had you had <laughs> dude you have like super sonic hearing because that one was pretty quiet no but i even heard that one <laughs> like, i don't know still- what to tell you it's either i'm hungry or i have a mean coffee shit coming i don't know <laughs> it's 50 50 yeah why well, can't it be both um, <laughs> your stomach is like i need food so i can, so I can it's in something. and out <laughs> yeah. um oh, so we did 2021 but 
I'm more proud of 2021 because not only did I create my own characters for the ship, but everything had to be detailed like 360. It Mm -hmm. wasn't just a single shot anymore. Like it wasn't just a straight, oh, I can just look at this straight and I'll see Mm -hmm. everything I need to see. So I had had to invigorate my idea, like my thoughts as far as like, what can I put here? What can I put there? So pretty much when you walk into 2021's or uh, Grey Phantom, everything is decked out as far as like details wise. So you walk in, there was a full dresser uh, that you would have to pass into. Uh, the lighting was perfect everywhere as far as like there was reds, pinks and um, different blues. Um I added in some of my own type of like, uh, I still did some projections here and there, but nothing, I honestly, it was, it was only like maybe one projection in that whole thing comparing to the previous year. Yeah. Um, because it didn't fit because the actors were there and they could handle, you know, whatever, you know, whatever I, whatever projections I didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. I I couldn't. So, um, yeah, it was a good walkthrough. It was about... Same same exact size, so it was about 40 feet wide, uh, long ways. And when you walk in, you would go through that entire 40 feet of the front yard that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had my friends Charles and Margaret help me. Uh, I had uh, other people help me. I even had uh, my, my Dark Harbor people help me. They came out and they supported me. And one of the Great. actors uh, that was Samuel, my main guy that was in my maze, like the guy that's on some of the posters, he actually was there with me for the season. So wow. I had him there and he, he did a fantastic job and they all did. And um, it was sort of like bringing Dark Harbor home to an extent, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I honestly I would have been there for 2020 and 2021 if, if, if it would have been around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of fun. So Great Phantom came off of that. So from that fame, sort of ish, not really fame, but more of just that attention. Notoriety. I got, yeah. yeah, notoriety I got. Um, I decided to go with the name. And at that point, I was 3D printing at the same time. And I just got into 3D printing about the beginning of COVID, which is uh, mm-hmm. 2020. So I was getting there slowly and surely. I was figuring things out. And then, you know, it sort of became more of an obsession where I was making, you know, really cool stuff that I could either use for like costumes or I could use for the ship. Like I actually made like those uh, windows for the ship, like the. Um, those like you know those submarine looking windows mm-hmm. oh yeah. with the little porthole thingies yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i 3d printed those uh, full size wow. ones so i was able to use that like <laughs> just mix it in with that mm-hmm. um so the gray phantom more or less became my persona slash business name mm-hmm. um so that being said i got into 3d printing I started meeting more people through the Grey Phantom um, and all that kind of stuff. And I started selling. So Grey Phantom became my side business and I started printing stuff for people and I started making my own uh, 3D prints to sell at like the conventions. Mm -hmm. So I started selling um, at like Halloween Depot, which is, which is open right now. I I highly suggest going to it. It's it's a Halloween store that has like a ton of different masks and costumes and, Honestly, one of the best Halloween stores out there. Where is it located? Uh, in Norwalk or no? It's not in Norwalk. It's in... Uh, Cerritos? Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's in Paramount. Not Paramount. Uh, it's off of the five, right? It's off of that's the... That's Halloween Club. No, no, no the Halloween Club is different. The, uh, no. It is... Why don't you just start naming off cities? Maybe one of them <laughs> will be right. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We'll shoot the direction. Uh, we'll shoot the address later. Yeah, um, well, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. It's been a, a while. Like I don't. I'm not good with cities, to be honest with you. <laughs> Honestly, it's nothing. Not nothing to do with Halloween uh, Depot. It's literally just cities. I'm just like, where is this at? Yeah. What's, what's next to it? <laughs> what, no, what's or, around like, it? Like Southern California is a mishmash of different Southgate. cities. Mm. Southgate. It's on Paramount Boulevard, though. There we go. That that's where the Paramount yeah. came from. Yeah, yeah, I was close. Close. Yeah. But um. I, I honestly like anytime I ever go anywhere, I usually just go off like, oh, I remember turning here, so I'm just gonna turn here. You know, I don't go off mm-hmm. of the address anymore. So if you were gonna describe look, directions to someone, you, you say, oh, you turn right at the McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if it works, yeah. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> um, if you said Starbucks, there's like which one? There's yeah. like four on one block. Um, so Halloween Depot was like one of my first places, and that's when I realized that people wanted to buy my 3D printed stuff. So from that point, it, it inspired me to branch out. So I actually was, you know, started selling at Midsummer Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started off with the the first Midsummer they had after COVID. Um, I don't awaken the spirits if I remember correctly. Yeah, the Christmas yeah. one. No, 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 uh, no. no. The, there was the July one. There was the. It was in twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, it we was. A, it was awaken one. the spirits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was in Pasadena too. So mm-hmm. awaken the spirits. I started off there, and I got a really good response with them there. Um, and then from that point, I went to the Christmas one they had, and then I um, twenty twenty two came, which is you know now, mm-hmm. and I took a break from everything because I, I I've been doing so much for the past few years that I just wanted to sort of not overwhelm myself with stuff like that, and especially you know um, I don't know I'm just trying to sort of take things one step at a time mm-hmm. uh, right now at this point. Um, so there's a lot of things I could have been doing and a lot of events I could have been doing and branching out and whatever, but I'm just like, I just don't have a lot of time with other stuff. Cause I, I started sort of getting back more into cosplay at like for this mm-hmm. year. And mm-hmm. I started, uh, reliving my passion for like costumes too, because I love costumes. Mm-hmm. I've been a cosplayer for ever since 2009. Like, really? It's never, it's never went away. It's just like, I love making costumes. I like being a different character. As long as it's not like an acting character. Like mm, if I okay. can cover myself up and look like something and sort of, you know, play it off a little bit. It's like I, moving art almost yeah. rather than acting. Yeah, because I'm not an actor. I mean, I never have been an actor and I've never... Scare acting is a whole other art for me that it's just not... Mm-hmm. I'm not grasped. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, cosplaying more has been my thing this year and I've gotten a lot of big... Uh, a lot of good response from like the cosplays I've done and I've been to a lot of events that I haven't been to in years. So nice. like WonderCon and I've never been to Star Wars Celebration. That was another thing that I got to go to first this year and um, other events. And I met so many cool people so far that have been like some really close friends of mine now, like people I talk to every so often on a regular basis almost. It's just like I've met people like that and, you know, I've been able to free roam like a lot of times in the past. I went to conventions and only stayed for a few hours. But like for the past conventions this year, I've been there the whole day and like three days worth. Wow. And I've been able to meet people and do stuff like that and, you know, show off my work because the suits that I've made, like, let's say, I don't know, the Boba Fett one, that one is all 3D printed. I did all of that. Wow. I did all of that through 3D printing and I painted that and I got that set up. And, you know, just my passion for Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff has really, you know, propelled me into like going back into costumes and stuff like that. So Grey Phantom more or less is my persona, but at the same time, it's sort of my business as far as like um, selling, if I just do sell anything mm-hmm. or if I do like Etsy or anything like that, that's a business. 
Um, and at the same time, it's sort of my haunt name as far as like if I do anything haunt related, like mm-hmm. Halloween wise. Um, I still have my personal profile. My personal profile does the cosplay stuff, mm-hmm. but my uh, Instagram profile, which is the Gray Phantom Designs, deals with like Halloween related stuff. So it's all pretty much the. Um, if I build anything, if I set design anything, it's going to be on that Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm doing something now, which is actually Santa Ana Haunt, which is another haunt that I'm working with right now, that is um, <clears throat> in Santa Ana. Um, we're still building at the moment, but uh, at the same time, like I said, I didn't want to do anything extremely huge this this season. Mm-hmm. I sort of wanted to take a break and sort of just play around with other, like, uh, going places and doing stuff like that. It sounds like 2022 was more about just personal Personal growth. growth. Yeah. 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 Personal growth with myself and, you know, with certain uh, life changes that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. It sort of just helped me get through that and, you know, um, propel myself into a better mindset, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, but that being said, so yeah, Grey Phantom, uh, to this year I'm working with Santa Ana Haunt, which is uh, a guy named Chewy. He's, uh, he lives in Santa Ana and he, he builds a home haunt that's really, really, really good. And so we decided to collab this year. So for Midsummer that just passed, me and mm-hmm. him had our, uh, had the haunt there, which was Santa Ana Haunt. Oh. Um, so it was like this, uh, full on maze that we built there, mm-hmm. but it had, uh, at that point, I had built the front facade of it, which is the uh, graveyard scene. So okay. I built all of that by hand. I got all that yeah. going. I put in uh, my own TV screens that had ghosts coming out of them from mm-hmm. inside of the panels on the floor. Um, I had uh, all the lighting set up and all that kind of stuff. It was really, really neat. And our friend Ryan, uh, which is also a tech guy, he uh, provided me with a lot of the um, brushes, not brushes, but uh, ferns and mm-hmm. like plants and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff to put into that facade, like as far as mm-hmm. like the um, the graveyard scene. So it came out really, really cool. And the rest of the maze was pretty much Santa Ana Haunt doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but now for the haunt season, me and him are teaming up or we have teamed up and we were creating a mix of both of us into his home haunt this year. So this or his home haunt this year is pretty much. Um, What's the theme going to be? Uh, well, it's Shades of Hell, which was his original idea. Shades of Hell. So it's more of like, what are your phobias or not mm. phobias, but what do you think hell is going to be like if you were to go and how oh, are what it would be look like for you? Yes. Oh. So it's really unique Spooky. in its own way as far as like um, you get to experience stuff that you know you might be scared of or you might be afraid to go into if you were in hell. Um, but at the same time, I'm bringing in my projections. I'm bringing in my uh, lighting of whatever lighting I can, you know, might ha- you, you could use. Um, different small stuff. I don't want to give too much away. No, but, no, no, um, of course, yeah. But we're still working on it every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're set to have media night uh, in Wednesday. The I think it's the 19th coming up, which is like a few days from now. Uh, Wednesday, the 19th. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so and that's then, media night. And then when are you guys planning to open for the public in case opening, any of our... Uh, we're going to open the 21st, mm-hmm. which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Friday. on Friday. And then we're going to have it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then the next weekend to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to do the, the last week prior to Halloween as well. Yeah, so okay. uh, pretty much two week, uh, yeah. two weekends. Um, so super excited to show people that um, because we've been getting a lot of good feedback from like, telling people about it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I, every night, like after work, after my normal job, I've literally been going to like pretty much set up whatever I need to set up. And mm-hmm. last night we did the projections, like we did the projection mapping and we were just like looking over 
what projections we were going to use where and it and it looked really really nice mm, like nice. really like it, it 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 got me motivated again because it's like my thing to do you know like i mm-hmm. love projections and i love bringing things to life that weren't there mm-hmm. so um yeah and tonight it's the same thing tonight i'm gonna go back and help or later on today um and then you know the rest of the days i have off or whatever i'm gonna help out and do that and uh it's gonna be really good um Preferably anybody that's listening to us that does want to go, mm-hmm. um, go to the Instagram page, Santa Ana Haunt, and pretty much sign up to go. Uh, there is a donation uh, being asked, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, um, just register online and you should be, you, we'll see you there. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll also put a link to it on our show notes mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think people are really going to get a kick out of just the amounts of ideas that went into it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Grey Phantom was that, and now, you know, that's a little bit of taste of pretty mm-hmm. much that. <laughs> well, so you said that you feel like invigorated by this, this collaboration that you're doing now. Do you have some ideas cooking for Grey Phantom maybe in 2023? Uh, Nothing that far ahead. A lot of uh, we're we're still debating. Um, twenty twenty three is still a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Um, me and Chewy, which is Santa Ana Hunt, um, we're still trying to work together as far as like deciding what we're gonna do next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we may want to collab more so as far as like building something bigger. Um, but it's still in the works. Like we're still mm-hmm. figuring this thing out. Like right now at this point, in my mind, all I'm worried about is the Hanan building. And mm-hmm. that's about it. Honestly, like uh, even like the 3D printing stuff, like I have nothing in mind as far as like if I have something like if I'm going to do something or whatever like that. Um, all I know is that I'm going to LA Comic Con in December. Uh, and that's about it. That's all. I have. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, Creeper Rio is happening at the end of November. And I'm going to be there, too. Creeper Real? Uh, yeah, so Creeper, Creeper Real, Real, weren't see. they supposed to be in September? Did they postpone or did they... Uh, no, they did in September too. Oh, they did? Oh, they're yeah, doing, yeah. doing another one. They're doing Christmas one this time. Oh. Yeah. So, so wait, okay. what is Creeper Real? Because I am it's out of the It's an loop. outdoor event at Heritage Square in uh, Santa Ana. Oh, I think we went to something similar, right? No. No, Santa Ana. Um, not, we, not went to, uh, we went to another season screamings, right? Is that it? Yeah, I think so. At the Pasadena Convention Center. That's one. Yeah. Of okay. Yeah. Okay. But th- so this is in Santa Ana. Yeah, it's an outdoor. Uh, it's like those little uh, classic houses, like the the heritage houses. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they pretty much have that whole area. They they uh, use that to make their own outdoor event with like mm-hmm. vendors and stuff like that. So I'm making some stuff for them, um, which is still in the works. Um, but they're really really good people and they're really really nice and I've had a great time with them. I've mm-hmm. actually. If uh, if you want to look it up right now to show her, um, I made it's on my personal page. Uh, I made the psycho house for them. Uh, you should, made the psycho house. I made it. It sounds really <laughs> big, but no, I made a half scale one. I That's 3D'd. still pretty big. It's incredible. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, he's trying to be humble. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> we have to probably put this on the. We, we do because here's the thing: he's trying to be humble about it. Mm-mm. There's nothing humble about this. No, I. That's all I am is humble. <laughs> like I think a little baby Norman Bates is about to come out of here and like, sure. stab my ass. For sure, you know. For sure. So that's all 3D printed and that's all uh, hand painted. Uh, I just it was something because I wanted to build them a whole set. But I didn't have the time because D23 and all this stuff came up. And yeah. I was like, I can't. So I ended up 3D printing that for them. Um, 
and it came out really nice as far as the print goes because I was concerned about, oh, you know, printing-wise, it might not look perfect, whatever. But um, at the end of the day, I brought it to them, and I was able to show it there. And and we're still, like I said, hopefully I can bring something that magnitude back for Christmas time, mm-hmm. uh, which is the end of November. Yeah. Um, to sort of just show, uh, you know, give them a good show and show them, you know, something really cool. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I also have been thinking a lot about like printing stuff like that and bringing it to like events to show to like yeah. as like display pieces. You People know? would pay a lot of money yeah. for that. Miniatures mm-hmm. are like a huge thing, and like that does not. How, how tall is it? Like, it's, can you give us a scale? Like this big. Okay, so, so like let the record show. Yeah, that he's showing <laughs> a, a box that's about uh, th- two and a half feet tall. If I remember by, like, correctly, I think it was like sixteen <laughs> inches tall by fourteen inches wide. If I remember nice. correctly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Lindsay. <laughs> You're talking about boy. all of these super impressive things. And I'm, I'm looking at that psycho house. And what I really want to ask you, Ernie, is how do you come up with this? Like, what is your creative process? Like, do you sketch it out first? Do you... How? I mean, th- literally, the only question that's... I don't know if that's the question that's coming to your mind, but like... How the fuck? <laughs> She's just like. I mean, I guess the answer. I'm gonna guess that the answer is probably different depending on what he's doing, right? I mean, creative what is the answer. I don't. You. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm not you, man. It sounded like no. It sounded like <laughs> he it was just, like you were close. Yeah. Was that like? I don't know. Go ahead. Um, it's all about the motivation, to be honest with you. Sometimes I fall out of like love with certain things, uh, as far as like. Um, like selling, like I said, like this year I was I was not really dedicated to selling. Last year I was all about selling because mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, these three D prints are so cool. I need to, you mm-hmm. know, I need to do something with them. Um, but this year was not. So it really depends on what I feel like. If I can focus on the key aspect is, if I'm so motivated to the point where like I'm super on board, I can focus on it and I can really bring something good. But at the same time, if I'm sort of like iffy about something or if someone sort of is pushing me into something that I think is sort of cool, but I'm not on board yet, then it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be sort of so-so. So like the psycho house, that Mm. was, uh, the, that was based off of creeper Rio's idea because their whole event for that just passed was, um, was Alfred Hitchcock theme. Ooh, so okay. there was a lot. They had their own entertainer that was dressed like him to look like him. Um, they had uh, a lot of different uh, Alfred Hitchcock related things, pictures, stuff like that set up. And um, so that's where I got the idea, you know, because all these files, I'm going uh, to be honest, some people may not know, but all of these files are it's two different two different things. So the files themselves are sculpted by people uh, mm. digitally. They're not made by me. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot so of times, you... yeah, a lot of times, like ninety percent of people that do print, they don't do their own, you know, sculpts, mm-hmm. um, because it's 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 its own art. It's like right. being a real mm-hmm. artist, pretty much, because you have to know how to how to sculpt something in digital. Um, I'd argue that you are a real artist, well, but I mean, I appreciate it. Um, but as far as sculpting goes, mm-hmm. I, I have not gotten into that yet, and mm-hmm. it seems like a humongous. It's like learning Photoshop. You mm-hmm. sort of have to, you know, mm-hmm. know the in and outs. Um, so I just print stuff. Like I find stuff and I print it, but the finishing is my own. So Mm -hmm. like painting it, getting it nice and neat, like, 
like ready to go as far as like if you're going to wear it or if you're going to show it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's its own thing. And I, I'm good at that because I love doing that. I love making sets and I like painting. And I love putting stuff together. So idea wise, um, if I see something really cool, or if, if there's a good need for it as far as like, let's say Creeper Real telling me, hey, they didn't know I was making that for them. No. At all. Like they, I, they had asked me <laughs> to make them a set like originally. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can see what I can do, but I didn't have the time. Like I was saying. Mm-hmm. So I, I told him, you know what? I'm actually, I'll make you something, but, uh, I won't tell you what, I'm just going to make you something really cool and you, you're going to really enjoy it. I'm pretty sure. So the day of is when I brought it to them and they were just blown away by it. Like mm-hmm. I showed them the picture. I was like, look, I have, it. <laughs> like I showed yeah. them like, here, I'm bringing this here. Um, I didn't really tell them what it was until I got there. And then they actually seen it in person. And, and that's theirs now. Like they, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's at their house now. Um, so yeah, so it's stuff like that that really inspires me to get going and to get moving. Um, like the gray phantom ship too, was another thing where I'm just like, you know what? Halloween's coming. And the ship was such a big thing for me, like being on the queen Mary. And I still, you know, I still feel like I should be there still. Like as far as mentally, like that's, I would be there all the time if I could. Mm-hmm. Um, cause being there felt like I was at it, like my second home. Like I just, in general, it was so comfortable and welcoming mm-hmm. that it was, it's something I'll never forget. So, um, that's just really something that motivated me to make the great fandom and to have that sort of mindset again, where I'm just like, this feels normal to me. You know, this feels like, oh, I want to build this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when other people try to sort of persuade me to do other stuff, I sort of just like, it doesn't flow as well if I'm not on board, like I was saying. So you have to just feel it. I have to feel it. I really have to be passionate about whatever I'm making. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 3d printing has been sort of like my outlet for that because I have all the, have all the access to print whatever I want. So if I want to print a stormtrooper one day, I can do that. Or mm-hmm. if I want to print something random like a dinosaur, I can do that, and I can paint it, and I can mm-hmm. get it, you know, nice and neat. Mm-hmm. Um, my 3D printing has been my outlet to the point where I, I've expanded. So my business is not just one 3D printer. I've bought like seven hundred dollar printers. I bought like I have six printers right now. And they're all different. Wow. They're all different. <laughs> they're all different sizes. So mm-hmm. I have printers that are uh, have a footprint of at least 15 inches. So you can print like something as big as 15 inches. Mm-hmm. I have printers that are small that are like the size of like I don't know, like size of my hand that I can print small stuff on really mm-hmm. quick. I have resin printers uh, which can print uh, in liquid resin and um, can make like detail like models or whatever stuff like that. Um, so I have all that in my garage and I just play with it. You know, if I want to make something, I can make something really quick. Like the Boba Fett stuff. I made that, deli- uh, pretty quick. So you uh, made your, your main cosplay like super quick. To an extent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, within a month's time, which is not bad for being you know, yeah. what it was. Um, and then I had, luckily my mom, you know, supports me still and she's still, you know, on board with me with doing stuff like this. So I brought, I brought my costume to her, like the fabric stuff. And she was able mm-hmm. to, she was able to sew like whatever I need to be sewn. Mm, nice. So she's helped me with that and a lot with that. Um, but at the same time, I've been able to print big pieces. Like I have a full staff that I just printed for the Boba Fett that, um, that was printed in pieces, but it's like, now it's like, five feet wide mm-hmm. like it's humongous now like it's really it's really nice and i painted and got it all going and um 
So stuff like that really inspires me. And, you know, when I when I get into the mode to build, like I, I have to have music. That's one thing I really, really need is like I need specific music to get me in the in the mood to actually do specific projects mm. like Halloween related stuff. I um if let's say I was doing Spooky, scary skeletons on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, I have to, I have my playlist and I just play them and, you know, like Chris, uh, Halloween related stuff. Like, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll listen to orchestra stuff. Like, like movies, honestly, when you get down to the gritty part of it, movies have really been my like inspiration to do stuff as far as like, in the past, like in the nineties when you have Terminator and you have Robocop and mm-hmm. you have uh Jurassic Park and all of that really inspired me to do all this. And especially Predator, because Predator I didn't talk about yet, but Predator was my first costume I made. Mm. Um and it was my first like step into horror, sort of. Because before that I was sort of scared of horror. Like I didn't really like Were movies, you really? So. Dude, yeah, I was never a horror. You were a little weenie? I was a little weenie when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a very Christian style yeah. household. So it was really looked weird upon if you were to watch. Like we knew about stuff like you know what the funny part is? It was really strict in my household, but at the same time my dad still built built haunts. <laughs> so I don't know where <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how that fit in. But like, um, but my, it worked. Yeah. So my dad was always the haunt builder, like in, in our family, like he always built mazes and stuff like that. And that's more or less where I got my ideas from as far as like getting started. Um, but you also re- got those skill sets, right? Yeah. Like that's, to... what it, that's, yeah that's what I meant. So it was yeah. skill sets to, to do stuff like that. And I, and I've built upon that, you know, from mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so he loved masks and he would always make his own mask and he would always, you know, put up sets, uh, not, not sets, but more mazes and like mm-hmm. our driveway and stuff like that. And the whole family would come over. Like we had a really big family at that point. So, um, it was always fun to do that stuff. So I think mm-hmm. that's what got me more into that was like, Hey, this is a big party almost, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody's here and we're having a good time and people are scaring and mm-hmm. that, that, um, has never left because I see that all the time. I yeah. see it when I was at Sinister. I seen it, you know, that type of family atmosphere when I was at Dark Harbor. Um, and then when I did Grey Phantom in 2021, I had my good friends there like Charles and Margaret and my Dark Harbor people. And we were a good family at, again, you know, like we were connected again and we were all having a good time. So, um, so yeah, that's a little bit of a tangent. But <laughs> no, 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 but like it, it's, but, it's very, it relates to the topic because you always hear people talk about the haunt family mm-hmm. and and i don't think many of our listeners who you know they might attend haunts you know like queen mary's dark harbor or not scary farm or whatever the equivalent is wherever you are but like what you don't seem to realize is that that community is very tight-knit yeah it really is uh because so if you think about it you know these people are with each other for like two months practically like back to back almost they, all night you know. long and <laughs> yeah all night. i don't mean it like that not everything i say is an innuendo all night. oh my god <laughs> um well if you knew the haunt community it's, 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 yeah. an, it's an app description um but that being said yeah these people you know they're they're sort of they're thrown into this void of like being a monster or being stage crew or whatever. And, you know, they're just like, they're learning together. They're growing together. 
So, you know, if you if you come in with the right mindset, which a lot of people do, you know, they become good friends. And that's what happened, you know, from Sinister Point, like Charles mm-hmm. and Margaret. I still talk to them on a daily basis almost. And they've been really good friends of mine. And we've hang out. We've hung out a few times and um, they helped me build like 2021 ship, mm-hmm. um, the Grey Phantom. And they were there like scaring and they mm-hmm. they had their own characters in mind and, you know, Stuff like that. So it's just like, and that's how we met. Yeah, by the yeah. way, we met at Sinister Point. Ernie was our manager for the, our little maze. Yes, he was our little. dark overlord. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I met you guys there, and I, honestly, again, I know here we are. Like, what is it? Four or five years later? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. nothing ever happened. We're still, you yeah. Know, it's as if we were just seeing each other yesterday. And I. Like you, you said it earlier before we started recording, but that was your first time managing a maze. Uh, yeah. I mean, in my mind, I I don't like, I don't like using the word manager for that specific, mm-hmm. you know, for Sinister Point. It was more of just me wanting to help you guys and okay. help out and. It sounds know, like a managing to me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Servant but, leader. Yeah. <laughs> I was an overpaid oh oh wait 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 wait. i'm sorry hold on i'm just kidding now you've just (laughs) no uh what i meant was like i was an overpraised helper Mm. there we go that's (laughs) the right word um but yeah it was a lot of fun being there with sinister point and um everybody i met there was so great and you know a lot of them had been doing it for a while so i got to learn from them um with myra and danny Mm -hmm. and uh jeff and paul um they're really my, you know, my grounding to like mm-hmm. what things could be like and what mm-hmm. things were like. And, you know, because from that point, I had just built like stuff at the house. And yeah. I had no experience as far as like, um, as far as the public and how, I mean, I, I knew the public, but I didn't know them on the haunt scene. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't know a lot of people like even Mary and Tim from like uh, Knott's Network. They were scaring that year, too. And we've been really good friends since. And, you know, just stuff like that where it's just like. There were so many good connections there that came together to bring Sinister Point together. And I think mm-hmm. that's what made it so special. Yeah. Is that, um, you know, unlike Dark Harbor, which was, uh, you know, it was amazing as it is. Mm-hmm. But um, there was totally different atmospheres yeah. between the two. Like, um, But, I mean, Dark Harbor is like, it, like, for those of you who don't live in Southern California, there are really three haunts. Well, I guess there, there used to be when Dark Harbor was a thing. It yeah. was... Queen Mary's Dark Harbor, which actually takes place inside the Queen Mary uh, ship. Then there's Not Scary Farm and Universal Studios Halloween Ho- Halloween Horror Nights. I think that's those are the big three. There's out Fright here. Fest, Six Flags. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, if you Six count Flags, that. Fright Fest. I don't. <laughs> that like wasn't the, me throwing shade. <laughs> no, Ernie, are you gonna throw shade? There's like SeaWorld. and there's like yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. Hello but Stream like and- Ernie. Worked at Dark Harbor, you guys. Which is the scariest of them all. Ask the magic mirror. It'll fucking tell you. That haunted. That place is haunted. It's scary. I almost crapped myself there. I did the... Did you crap I did yourself when you were working there? No, but funny story with that. Uh, when I did the interview, um, I had told the person that was interviewing me, uh, Phil, which was my main manager. Uh, he was literally the main manager of the people management that was managing the mazes. Mm-hmm. Um I had told him, like, yeah, I, if you hire me, like, you know, I don't know exact words, but I told him, if you hire me, you know, that'd be great. I'd love to work with whatever you're going to give me as far as that goes. But don't put me in the maze that has the bridge. What maze has the bridge? So I've never been to Dark Harbor. Uh, there is a maze 
that has which uh, which became my maze. <laughs> so <laughs> so there's a maze which is called B three forty which was there. I don't know what they've done to it now, but um, the pathway in that maze leads to a real bridge mm-hmm. that goes over the uh like the bow or something right yeah it goes over pretty much sort of the engine room that's been gutted it's been gutted it's been gutted so that bridge Mm -hmm. is i would say about 50 feet above the bottom of the ship maybe 60 feet above the bottom of the ship Mm -hmm. so you have to walk across that bridge and you can see down and it's completely dark down there. Mm-hmm. Like, so they don't do anything in terms of... They don't of need to. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What else do you want? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so I remembered that because I've been in Dark Heart before that. And mm-hmm. um, I had told him, like, dude, I don't like heights. Like, honestly, I do not like heights. I don't like anything like that. And they still give it to me. So <laughs> I, I learned to live with it. Um, and there was ways to not have to walk on it all the time. But, I mean, I just did anyway because... When you're trying to do your job, you've got to do it. But the fun, the, the crazy thing, too, is like below that, because there's a there's the bridgeway and it's all covered. So you can't like jump off or whatever. Like it's completely like okay. caged in. OK, which is cool. Yeah. For safety. And it also yeah. helps mentally. It helps with me not worrying about it too much, um, especially if you're managing it, because your yeah. concern is like the safety of not only the actors, but of the guests. Literally. Yeah. Because especially there's a lot of drunk. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. That being said, the maze, it's, I mean, the bridge itself even has like a drop to it. So they added in that effect where if you walk on that platform, it would drop a little bit. Yeah. No. Oh, no. That's where I almost yeah. shit myself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that bridge, I was like, <gasps> you know, I made this like horrible sound because there was nowhere for me to run. There was nowhere for me to faint. You know, we're all on this bridge and they drop it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Fuck um, that place. Sorry. The fun fact about that is that not a lot of people know. Below that bridge is like the whole, like the empty bow. Mm-hmm. But the nine floor, da- nine floors down or nine phantoms down bar is in the bottom of that. Oh. Uh, so there is like a, like it, it's all pitch dark down there. They have like almost like when it was there, they had like little candle lights like in the mm-hmm. bottom. But it's so dark you don't really notice because the bridge is covering where you're walking over. Yeah. So um, there is an elevator that was, uh, it's, a, it's one of the secret bars that was there. Okay. So in Lullaby, there would be a secret bar entrance where you'd walk into, and then there'd be an elevator. The elevator would take you all the way down to the bottom of where the bow is at, and they had their own little bar right there that was, like, set up right there. And it was completely pitch dark. It was silent. All you had was, like, little lights and a, and a bartender that was right there. Um, it wasn't dark. Like they had, like I said, they had little lights. You yeah, could see yeah, what but you were like, doing. But if you look around, the atmosphere is just because yeah, there's no sound. There's nothing down there. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. So and the Queen Mary's actually haunted. So yeah, like, yeah. So you, it added so much to it. And but that's the fun fact is that you don't. It, you really have to look. If you were on the bridge, you would have to really look like over it mm-hmm. to see that there was a bar down there. Like that was a little bit lit up. But in reality, people are running through it so fast that they, yeah, people they don't are care. looking straight ahead and <laughs> saying prayers. They're not worried yeah. about a tea light that they see fifty feet down. So, um, so yeah, so I ended up getting that maze after I told him I didn't want to do it. Um, so I was just like, 
it took me a minute to realize that was the maze too because I wasn't familiar with the names. I knew the mazes mm-hmm. from going from the past, but name wise, I didn't know them. Um, so when I realized, I was like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> like out of all the mazes, like I got that one. So, um, but it was actually it was actually one of my favorites because I mean, just you you can't. I don't know how to say it, but there's not a lot of people that can say like you were on the ship managing the maze, you know, like, yeah, I could have been off the ship and it would have just been, you know, a regular, you know, another maze that's, you know, like mm-hmm. anywhere else you can go where it's like just panels on, on asphalt, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel really lucky that I was able to get that opportunity to be there. Um, and to make it, you know, to make it sort of a somber sadness to that, like it was the last year they did it too. So yeah. I was able to be there for the last year. And I was at least able to experience it myself and, you know, enjoy it as much as I did. Um, the actors were great. You know, the crew I had was great. The amount of uh, the amount of craziness that I went through every night, you know, even if it was tough at times, you know, I wouldn't have traded that for a second. Like, I loved every, every piece of that. Um, and it was a great experience, honestly. It really was. And like I said, it would have been there for 2020 and 2021 if they would have had it again, mm-hmm. if COVID wouldn't have happened. Um, Do you think that they might come out with the Dark Harbor again? Will they resurrect um, her? The ship will be up and running eventually, yeah. but I don't I don't have hopes for Dark Harbor, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment of this recording, like Shacktoberfest just opened mm-hmm. like uh, maybe like a few weeks ago or whatever. And they're doing their own thing there now, like on the port and all that kind of stuff. So I'm assuming maybe Shacktoberfest might just take it over and they mm. might be doing stuff like that. Like, especially when the ship opens, they're probably going to add stuff to the ship too. But, um, yeah, I wish, you know, I wish them the best and I hope that they do come back um, because they were great people and everybody, everything, everybody that was there had a blast being there and they just were so full of energy. And, you know, I was, as funny enough, we had our own office, another fun story. We had our own office that was away from the ship um, that we would start off with, like when we got in, we'd clock in there and we would have our own desk on the side and we would have our own like chips and all that kind of stuff just sitting there, sort of like a break room, but Mm -hmm. it was more of like our headquarters because to the side of us would be all the other management for like tech and for um, like all that big honchos were there uh, on the other side. So we would have some group meetings there and stuff like that. So I... I was like, you know what? I don't like we need something because we would finish up like at 12 at night, one at night. You know, we'd finish and we would Mm -hmm. sit there and we would be exhausted and just trying to go over the day and getting our little boxes ready for like, you know, because we would have our own like tote boxes that were full of like haunt stuff like lights and extra uh, emergency stuff and et cetera. So we would have to get that set up and blah, blah. So fun fact is that I brought my own. George Foreman Grill. What the <laughs> you fuck? did not. Now, hold on. Where the fuck was this when we worked with you? I know, honestly. I gave you guys churros. This is true. He and did. He brought churros. You know churros. what? Your, your sugary, giver. cinnamony breadsticks were the oh, only thing that, kept that held alive, that, that maze floor together. Our crew. Yeah. That was the only thing. The Boogeyman Express, yeah. the man. Sticks. The, 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 the cinnamon sticks. Yeah. yeah the cinnamon so, George sticks. Foreman Grill. Um, so, yeah. So, I brought my own George Foreman Grill because I was like, this could work. And, this could and, work. And, and I brought bread and I brought cheese and I would make grilled cheese sandwiches. 
Hell yeah. After, after we were done with the haunt. For you and for everybody that wanted yeah, one, yeah. now tell me that was not a morale booster. Was everybody just... I know, that's they, why your nine? actors loved you, man. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't actors. Just oh. the management? No, now you're going to put me on black. <laughs> yeah, I am. So we only cared so about the management. So we just is too salty broads, yeah. not too considerate broads. <laughs> and honestly, you've worked with us before. You know that. Uh... There's no, there is no winning here. There's absolutely nothing you can say that would well, be the right answer. <laughs> I mean, so as soon as, as, soon as Dark Harbor ended... The crew never hung around like. Oh, they just they wanted to go home and sleep. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, once it ended, we all you know we pretty much they went to their like dressing room, break room, whatever, got and cleaned up, whatever, and they just left. And then because we had to stay after, so they were able to leave maybe like an hour and a half before us. Mm. So they left. They said bye to them, whatever. So then it would just be management that was left over, you know, for that time period. So that's why. Like, we would go back to the headquarters, and that's where I had the, the little uh, sandwich maker. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I would be making grilled cheese sandwiches, like, at midnight, and they were so good. <laughs> of course <laughs> they were. Dude, they were grilled so cheese good. sandwiches are always good, mm-hmm. but especially after midnight. Oh, my gosh. After, <laughs> like after midnight and after burning off everything. Yeah. It's just, like, and it smells so good. Sort of being, you know, we're yeah. just destroyed inside. Um, <laughs> so, can we expect any good snacks, then, after the Santa Ana hot? Uh, not for you. Not f- well. I'll stick around. You're not part of the crew, bro. I can make myself part of the crew, part of the ship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just gonna stand out in the front and go boo. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see if it fits. Why not? But we'll we'll see what happens. It's gonna get a panini maker next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I should have got. Oh <laughs> yeah. I just got to George Foreman. It was like a little burnt, but it worked. <laughs> Um. So yeah, that was that was that's that's what I'm saying. Like it was so fun being there. Like there were so many cool things about just being there and enjoying, you know, the atmosphere, the people, and um, in general, when I got in the ship, like it didn't creep me out. It just felt like a, like a second home almost. Like even in, in the beginning, like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like it only creeped me out in the dark areas uh, of the ship. It sort of got me a little weird. Like, but other than that, if the lights were on and I think it's just because of my natural instinct is to see art, like to see stuff and mm-hmm. the, the ship is just complete art. So like going into it, I'm just like, how can this be scary? It's so beautiful. Like this, this wall is this and whatever. And so like in my mind, I think me just being there and being happy, seeing all that kind of stuff sort of deters me from being scared of it. But like I said, if it's the dark areas, then I usually stay away from that, <laughs> unless I unless I can't, then I have to do it. But um, you just do it really fast. Yeah, <laughs> just, walk, just a quick jog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when the cast was inside of my maze, I know everything was perfect. Like the lighting was good, everything was fine, and I I felt fine because everybody was there. All my friends were there. They were pretty much my my haunt crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but once they weren't there. To walk through it and to see all that kind of stuff, I was like, uh, I'll walk quick. Yeah, I'll yeah. get it out quick. Uh, we even had our own secret bar, like all the mazes did. So that was another cool thing is uh, I got to meet the people in the bar, and they were super cool. And they were uh, not, not not the people. I meant like the people working it, mm-hmm. like yeah. the bartender. And they even had their own little security in there, which was a, a sweet, nice little old lady that was super cool. Um, oh, another thing is security was really good, too. There was... Like I want to say maybe forty different security that worked at an event, mm-hmm. and they were so so good at what they did because they were so, so used to it already. Because me coming in fresh, mm-hmm. I wasn't used to it yet. 
but they were just like, if I if they if they were needed, mm-hmm. they were there. Well, because sometimes haunt guests can get a little rowdy, right? Thinking, Not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Yeah, and we had our radios ready to go, and anything that would happen, like even you know, if I needed anything whatsoever as was uh, concerning them, they would be there instantly, mm-hmm. almost. Um, the cool part is our maze was right next to where their headquarters were. Oh, so, so it was easy. literally just done deal. Like yeah. it was so good. So good. So on that note then, cause I know that we're, we're nearing an hour. So I just, uh, a lot of people are going to be going to mazes towards the end of haunt, you know, spooky season as someone who lives, breathes and, you know, designs for these haunts, what would be your top three or five, pointers for haunt guests uh that's a good question it really depends sorry um to either help amplify their experience or you know if they, if they do want to you know how to behave in certain mazes should they tell the scare actors hey you I scared would, me or in my experience dealing with uh people that had like complaints and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Uh, the main problems would be don't get too drunk if you go, because mm-hmm. you're not gonna have a good time. Like I mean, <laughs> you might have a great time not doing the mazes, but if you're doing the mazes, you're not gonna have a good time. Um, yeah, don't get too drunk because then you're not even gonna know where you're at, and it's like it's gonna be a waste. You're Spend gonna waste a lot money. of money to not know where you're at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so many times during Dark Harbor, I had to deal with stuff like that where it's just like they're just gone, and mm-hmm. you, you can't reason with them, whatever, and um second thing would be come as early as you can do not come at like 11 at night and expect to go through every single maze mm-hmm. and then get mad if we close early or whatever you know mm-hmm. like not close early but get, if you get we mad, close on time yeah, yeah if, 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 we, if we close like at 12 mm-hmm. don't get mad because you didn't get to do his maze and like we close like maybe five minutes beforehand you know like yeah. and you missed it by those five minutes mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of times where our lines were so long at Dark Harbor that we had to cut off the lines like at, I don't know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes before closing. And people would get mad at him. Just like the line, we're not we're going to be here till like 1230. So that's yeah. where we had to cut off the line. So it's just like go early, get there as soon as you can. Do not um, do not expect to do everything mm-hmm. unless you get there at a certain time. But even Universal from my hear is like, you need like the fast pass. Yeah. You, have, you can't do it all the mazes at Universal. No. With the amount of people that are there, it's just impossible. Um, also, another thing is I would say definitely, what would be another one? I had it in my mind, but I sort of forgot now. Um, just don't pressure, don't touch actors. Don't, don't be rude to the people working it. Honestly, that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, I had to get one more in. <laughs> Dude, I need to feed her. Like She's a gremlin. It's the reverse gremlin, right? If yeah, I don't feed her, she'll turn into a monster. If you don't feed me before noon, bad <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, don't be rude to them. It's not their fault if there's a certain thing going on. Um, you know, don't just be a good person and go mm-hmm. have fun and, you know, just do your best to get there as soon as you can. You know, again, the haunts doing the best they can mm-hmm. and that's the end of the story you, you know mm-hmm. there's not you're not going to pressure us into doing better by yelling at us you know whatever yeah. um 
What is the biggest compliment? Because you work with a lot of haunt actors. I know that you've never actually scared before, which rude, but um, <laughs> you've worked with a lot of them. What is the best compliment that a guest can give a, a scare actor? Um, I peed my pants. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the best. Um, yeah, I mean, anything that can transform, in my opinion, anything being cosplayer, which is, I'm totally biased. <laughs> um, anything that can transform you into the character you're playing is the biggest compliment you can get. Like if someone says, like if someone really is creeped out by you and they don't see you anymore, mm. that's, that's I think, the biggest compliment you can get, even without them saying. Like if you look like a demon and you act like a demon and people are scared of you that way, mm-hmm. then you've, you've nailed it. You're done. That's, you know, that's the biggest compliment. Um. So I think that would be the best. Like, you don't even have to say it. Like, them being, like, peeing themselves in the corner. <laughs> you know, that's the biggest compliment you can get. Well, then we nailed it, Sabita, because when we did it, people said that we were, um, like, irreverent and gross. <laughs> and Yeah. But this was out of the haunt, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, that, they've yeah. that they obviously didn't see us because yeah. they were calling us irreverent <laughs> and gross. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. No, you guys were great. Well, now honestly. I just yeah. No, no but see, we were weren't amazing. we weren't trying yeah? to be scary. Though. Were we Thank great? <laughs> yeah. Were we great? Finger gun to your head. Were we great? <laughs> the thing is, we weren't scary though. I mean, no, I we had weren't. I had one jump scare that I would do with the guests as they're kind of getting settled in. Lindsay's telling them the rules, and then I'd come up behind them and say hi. And for some reason, my hi, because uh, it sounds like some. Off little <laughs> weird doll, and it helps that you're short. Too. Yeah, like that's a why I look like person. an off little weird doll. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know they'd be scared when I'd be like, "I'm driving you guys today." Yeah. They'd be like, <laughs> Do oh, you no. have a license, little girl? <laughs> license to kill, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Let's roll. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so great, you know, being there with you guys, and in general, just having that experience. It was it was fun. It really was, and um, you know, being part of something so unique. Mm-hmm. That's the cool part about what I've been a part of so far is a lot of it is very unique in its own way. It's not um, like in general, Sinister Point, they had the dark ride. The dark ride is something that uh, I've not seen yet anywhere. Mm-hmm. They had their own cards. Like for people that don't know, Sinister Point had a three story Macy's um, in 2018 when we met. Yes. Um, and on the third floor, they made their own dark ride that had carts with wagons behind it. Mm-hmm. And they would have their own actors that were pretty much on a bullhorn telling people the story and sort of getting them, you know, through uh, through the maze. Which was Lindsay's character. Yep. And then they would have the drivers. Which is me. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be the people trying to maneuver through the maze in mm-hmm. the dark mm-hmm. with all the fog going off. Yep. And the entire... So just to give you an idea, the entire floor was an open floor, so there was not any tracks. There wasn't any way to, like, go the right or wrong way as long as you weren't going into a wall yeah um and all of the floor was dressed to look like a village almost so it had these little small shacks it had a full church that you could drive into um it had its own vortex tunnel that you would go into like a literal 40 foot 30 foot vortex tunnel Mm -hmm. that was spinning that uh, jeff made a wrap for so you could drive into it Mm -hmm. Um, by the way, I don't and know. A mine shaft. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and a mine shaft. Yeah. And a mine shaft. Yeah, Lindsay. How tight was that mine shaft, by the way? One finger tight. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to hear a fresh joke from our routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But going into that vortex, 
almost every time, one of the things I would always listen to is because I wouldn't say anything. And I don't think you would say anything. You'd be like, oh, no, we're going through it. Oh, I said, oh, no, it feels like college or something because it's like psychedelic colors and everything's yeah. spinning. So it's supposed to be like, you know. But like you would hear the 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 customers or like the clients in the back go, oh, wow, this is mm. so cool. Yeah. And that was like, I don't know, I thrived on that yeah. shit. You're a little that's- bit of boner about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's that's what I was saying. Like, it's very unique because like so many good ideas came off, uh, you know, from Jeff and Paul, and just the amount of professional like effects and the uh, just the creativity is really really feed off of like the creativity from that, and you know, going from that to Dark Harbor and seeing their creativity and seeing the ship and you know, being a part of that and, um, and then going great, uh, going into the great phantom mm-hmm. and being as creative as I could be with that. Um, and now going into Santa Ana, which is a little mixture of, uh, projections and, um, special effects and stuff like that. And, you know, actors and all that, you know, it's, I'm just very lucky to be a part of stuff like this. Um, and I'm, you know, I haven't given to like being just like, I don't know, uh, like a stage manager somewhere doing, you know, a normal, you know, something else or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've been very lucky to where I'm at and, um, and I'm just happy that people have enjoyed me so far. So (laughs) being a humble person, very humble, too humble, too humble, too humble, because I am super excited for Santa Ana Haunt. And if you guys are trying to look it up, uh, go to Instagram, Santa Ana Haunt. There's no spaces. You'll be able to find it, and they have a link uh, to the haunts where you can get uh, instructions. They will be um, opening on Friday, October 21st, and they'll run Friday through Sunday for the last two weeks of October. Did I get that right, Ernie? Yes, 100%. And uh, as far as I know, we'll also be at the season screamings. And they will be at season screamings. The Christmas, Midsummer. And is that Santa Ana Haunt, or will that be the Grey Phantom, or Uh, both? It's going to be a Santa Ana Haunt. Santa Ana Haunt. But it will be a Christmas themed one. So it'll be be different. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) It's going to be really cool. And I hope to see you guys there. Um, Again, I'm more than happy that you guys had me here. (laughs) No, thank you for for coming. And if you guys want to check out some of Ernie's humble work, please. um, Yeah. Please join us in telling him to fuck off because he's super talented, <laughs> and, like way more than he lets on. It is the Gray Phantom Designs, um, and you can find him on. Are you on just Instagram? Uh, for that, yeah. He's um, on OnlyFans or, too, but you'll have to hunt a little harder for that. I'm under a different character name. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then you could also, if you guys, whoever's listening, if you want to add me to my regular profile, you're more than welcome to. It's an open profile. So it has uh, my cosplay stuff and all that stuff. So, And personal, nice. some personal stuff too, but mostly uh, cosplay What stuff. is that handle? Uh, it's this I am Ernie V. Okay. Like a uh, few underscores here and there, but. <laughs> so figure it out. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to be his friend and follow him, you got to figure it the fuck out. Well, well, a little work. <laughs> a little work. <laughs> we'll put the gray phantom in Santa Ana Haunt, but then you're going to have to yeah. do the rest. It's all good. Uh, thank you so much, Ernie, for having us. It was great to reminisce and mm-hmm. to yeah. learn more about what it's like to, you know, to go on the other side of haunts, you know, because Lindsay and I are going to Not Scary Farm tonight. Oh, we nice. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of people I know from Sinister are there. Are they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like working it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, some of the people you might, you might remember. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they don't recognize us because they're they going to m- get they us. They probably will. 
<laughs> they might recognize you. I'm too generic looking. No, because see, they'll see the two of us together. And they'll oh, be like, yeah. They're like, that like makes oh, sense. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's those two. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a guy at the buffet. So Not Scary Farm. I know we're at time, but Not Scary Farm does a buffet with, with Mrs. Knott's Fried Chicken, which is so good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and there is a scare actor there that recognizes Lindsay because every time we go there, he just hangs out with her. I don't think he recognizes me, but he I think he remembers after we interact, like, oh, it's this one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think he said... Oh, it's this one before. <laughs> and then he like called in his friend. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about, Sounds right. about right. What can I say? The haunt community is beautiful. It is. Go to a haunt. Don't sleep on home haunts, especially the gray phantom, mm-hmm. if it is resurrected. If it materializes yes. from the deep. Yeah. I like that. Poetic. There you mm-hmm. go. There I think you, you go. read that off my... I might have. <laughs> something about I don't know something about it coming up out of the deep, a ghostly something. That, that's my character from OnlyFans. That's, no. how it starts. that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to email us, you can email us at two salty broads at gmail.com. If you want a way to uh, reach Ernie, you can also send us send us an email, and we will reach out to him for you. Um, you can also follow us at Two Salty Broads. We are on Instagram. TikTok and Twitter. Twitter. I always forget Twitter for some Irrelevant. reason. Irrelevant. Yes, no offense I know. to Twitter, but... Yeah, we never post on Twitter anyway. <laughs> I don't even know why I keep it's saying it. It's 2012. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. 2012 called. It wants a social media back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sapita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay, stay salty. salty.